You are now tuned into the James Grage Theory, the number one podcast in 2020. We discuss fitness, we discuss life, we discuss everything. Conspiracy theories, all the good stuff. We haven't talked a lot about conspiracy theories. No, dude, once we get into that, that's what this podcast that, that's becomes. Your, that's your territory. Yeah, that's what it, this podcast becomes, the James Grage Theory, the number one conspiracy podcast of 2020. But for now, um, I just went through and I was reading some of the comments and the, the feedback and the reviews from our podcast only the five star ones though because you know why there are no other reviews <laughs> i call apple and i delete them but no a lot of people are saying a lot of great things um i think people that know you from the youtube space think it's going to be a fitness focused show and they're pleasantly surprised when it's not um, not saying we don't discuss fitness and everything but i think it's more of the the life's balances mm-hmm. from a guy that's been there been from the lows of fitness to the highs of fitness, lows of business to the highs of business, and frankly, lows of life and the highs of life. So it's been my pleasure to kind of dig into that a little bit. Um, but with that, we've also been slacking a little bit with the James Grage machine of content we used to churn out, mm-hmm. but not really. Um, there are a lot of awesome things in the work. And I think this episode, just kind of for us to calibrate, but before we get started with that, we also want to thank everybody that's been reviewing us on iTunes. Definitely. Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. We're everywhere. Yeah, no, I, I definitely appreciative of the support despite the fact that we haven't been totally consistent. I, and yes, we have been slacking in that regard, but not slacking in effort. It's just been... We haven't been on vacation, let's say that. No, no. It's just redirecting energy into other things uh, temporarily right. just to get some new stuff kicked off. It right. just, you know, that's to create anything new. That's all it is, is it's focus, time, and energy, and you only have so much. It's finite. Yep. And so just been uh, diverting some of my time and energy towards some other stuff that's still cool. But yeah, it's not that I've fallen off the radar or been you know taking long naps or watching Netflix series. On the contrary, we're doing a lot of cool things that you'll see if you guys um, are aware. YouTube.com slash James Grage. We still have a couple pieces of content. I know we have uh, about three pieces of Dr. Osborne content that you're still churning through. We've got some stuff that's about to, about to come back out. So we... He came in here, uh, Dr. Osborne came in, and we had that whole, it wasn't really a keto conversation, it was and it wasn't. Uh, it started off as a keto conversation and, and was evolving in a bit of a different direction. It was a direction that I wanted to take the conversation, which is, okay, keto is great for what, right? Like, who's the right person for keto? And then when is a pure keto diet, not right for you, and what does that look like? Kind of stripping all the bullshit away from it and kind of getting down to what really is. Yeah, look, you know, I think that's just one of the, the biggest misconceptions in fitness or probably with anything in life is that there's some sort of one-size-fits-all approach, and that's not the case. So some people think that I'm anti-keto, and I'm not. I mean, clearly not. We sell keto products at BPI, so I'm not anti-keto. I'm just honest and I'm not going to bullshit people and say, hey, it's for everybody. It's not. It's for certain people. And so that's what I wanted to identify and be really clear about that. Like, when is it right for you? And so we talked about that and we dived into that and gave very specific information and said, okay, so let's paint a picture of a different scenario. What if you're this type of person? What if you're someone who wants to build muscle, right? 
you've already lost a bunch of weight. So let's say keto was right for you before. You were morbidly obese, which it's not hard to be morbidly obese. I was picking on Mike the other day. He was in here. Mike doesn't look morbidly obese, but when you're 40 pounds overweight, categorically, you're considered morbidly obese. Different categories of morbidly obese. But, uh, you know, so let's say that you follow a keto diet and you drop 20 pounds. Hey, goal accomplished. It was great. It worked for you. But now you're at this point where you're looking at and saying, hey, I want to move to the next stage, which is, you know, I want to continue to lose weight, but I also want to work on my physique. I want to get a little bit bigger arms, bigger shoulders. You know, your goal has now shifted. So now your strategy has to shift too. And so that's what we talked about in that. So that's the rest of that content's coming out. And then I have another piece that's right on the tail of it, which doesn't include him. I did it the next day, which was, or filmed it the next day, and it's edited. I just haven't launched on YouTube, which is really diving into some of the stuff about carbohydrates that maybe some people don't know about. Mm. So it's, I actually found it really interesting. And the funny thing is Mike, he doesn't really get into nutrition. It's not his thing. And so he was there filming this stuff. And when I was done, he went, wow. He's like, I feel like I just got taken to school. That's some really cool stuff. And if I understood it, then anyone will understand well, I think it. That, that's some of the appeal with the James Wade YouTube page is you're not, it might be called, we call it advanced training techniques, but don't get fooled. It's, it's there. It's digestible. You teach it in a way that it, it really yeah. is easy to understand is not intimidating. Like, well, I don't want to, you know, what, what's the point of trying to talk over people's heads and try to make it sound more complicated than it is? That doesn't serve a purpose. That gives you clout, man, when you start uh, using no, terms and... I don't, I don't want clout. I want to make stuff really simple and easy to understand so people go, oh, cool, I get it. I get it and I can use that and I can apply that. So that's the, that's the ultimate goal. But yeah, that's, that's where the YouTube content is at. But even with that, I definitely have been feeling it lately, just feeling so far removed from YouTube, even though I'm still putting stuff on, it's not that groove that I used to be in. Right. And I miss that. And I do want to get back to that. And I will get back to that. Right. It's going to be probably look maybe a little bit different. But I mean, look, my stuff was always all over the board anyway. That's right. kind of, it's not like I can just stick to one thing. That would just bore me to death. Yeah. Consistently inconsistent. That's what we got to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, I, it's, it's always usually, I, I just see these things as an opportunity to share with with people what I'm doing and people either think it's cool and relate but to I it or they won't. But I think it's refreshing because it is the, it shows an athlete. I mean, look, we've seen for the past couple of years, you'll see athletes that the only thing they put is fitness stuff on there. And you can tell that their content is lacking because they don't, you know, show the rest of their world. I mean, this is kind of your personal page. It was never supposed to be a fitness page just at the time that's what was the hot thing but yeah. as you're evolving i think your content's going to evolve with that and it'll, you're it'll, able- it'll still be fitness i mean look fitness is definitely part of my foundation it's just you know to a degree part of who i am right, right? it's not who i am right. and that's why i get really defensive when people you know expect me to only put out fitness content i'm not I don't think anyone wants to feel like they're just one dimensional. That's all I am is, you know, like a fitness guy. Right. I don't only want to talk about fitness. Right. I, you know, I do like fitness and fitness has created that foundation for me, created a you know, foundation for success. I've learned all those disciplines in fitness and I've applied those at other areas of my life and that's what I try to share. So I do like talking about fitness, right. but you know, I can only talk about how to train your biceps so many different ways. So another exciting um, thing that's going on, kind of just overall, is it's our 10-year anniversary coming up very fast. 
I think we'll celebrate it probably on our during our Christmas party, kind of just everybody just celebrating. But with that as well, we also have these gift cards. For the first time, I think we're doing an entire gift card system that's launching. Your microphone. Oh, yep. Sorry about that. There you go. Yeah, so for our 10-year anniversary, for the first time, we have this cool, really cool gift card system that you'll be launching with us in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we've never done before, actually. No. Kind of crazy. Have... I don't even know why we haven't. But No, but it's it's finally, you know, people can just give the gift of, instead of, you know, trying to figure out what people will want and try to guess their goals, just give it to them. We'll help them pick out their packages and stuff. But that's something really exciting. Sharing fitness. Sharing, that's it. Share share the share the power, I like to say. But yeah, 10 years, 10 years of BPI, which is mind-blowing to me when I think about it in the context of my adult life. Mm -hmm. 10 years of my adult life. like That is a huge sure. chunk of my life For sure. invested in being here and building the brand and building this community. And when you think about it, we're a family. We, Some of us, like, I've been here for five years. That's, you know, 31. That's a sixth of my life. I was thinking about it the same way. I was like, damn, I've been here for a sixth of my life, you know? And I was just happy about that. I was like, well, know, that's a sixth of your total life. So right. think about, let's call your adult life. It's not 18. Like right, right. 20, you're kind of really for more sure. an adult. So now when you look at it in the context of that, of your right. adult life. Like that's, half my fucking adult life I've been here, man. That's, that's crazy, still, right? Still going to be a kid though. Um, but that is that is exciting stuff that we, we have coming up. Um, but you also have a ton of other cool and exciting things happening actually you know what before we we start with that for the first time i'm gonna actually run a run one of my campaign ideas by you all right <laughs> okay. for the new year since we're stuck on the bpi thing because i thought you know what do you think about this you know how everybody goes with the new year new you mm -hmm. what about we go with the new year old you find that one year that you used to be premier shape right it's not going to be appealed to everyone but i asked whitney i asked chris this mm -hmm. Whitney had one he was like 2009 Easy. Pulled out the magazine cover. He said, right here, jacked up, blah, 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 blah. What's your year? What's that year? Because when you say new year, new me, some people have already been there. Like with me, I said 2012 maybe. Well, I'm I'm, I'm probably never going to be that my best year because my best year I don't define based on how I look physically. My best year physically was pre-car accident. It was pain-free. Like you'll uh, never hear yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll never hear me talk about, you know, pain and all that. But look, you know, it's uh, definitely a limitation. I always wonder what that would be like to go, like, run and, like, just run. It like, fucking sucks. I'll tell you right you, now. No secret. It sucks. Like, <laughs> no, but I get what you're saying. No, just to be able to, because I, I used to love running. And so to be able to just get out there and feel open that kind of freedom, yeah, open it up. Uh, so I miss that, but uh, you see no. The movie Avatar. Yeah. You saw when he got his legs back, and he's yeah. just like, let me take all this stuff. He just goes for a full sprint. You kind of well, like well, that's why when I did that charity run, right, uh, for Shriners Hospital, when we donated twenty thousand dollars to Shriners, that was my whole whole motivation was I just reached this point where after this car accident and beating myself up, and you know I. Had, built myself back to a degree, right? So could still step back on stage, you know, do a bodybuilding show or a physique show, you know, do magazine covers. And most people would never, ever know that, you know, how, how bad I broke my body. 
But the one thing that was always nagging me was all these these pains, you know, after breaking my hip and having all these surgeries and, you know, my legs were just torn to pieces. So it was running and I just got to this point where I got tired of saying I can't. I can't, you know, and I hate that word. I hate it with a passion. And so it just reached this point where I was tired of saying it. And so that's why I set that goal. And I knew I couldn't go do a marathon. There's just no way. I, I, I do know what my physical limitations are. I could do it, but I'd pay the price. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to walk for a month after that. It'd be, I don't think the, the risks would. It, 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 look, that's not worth it. So that's why I decided to do something shorter and said, okay, how about go run a mile. Let's see if I can get sub six minute on a mile pushing my friend's son. Meaning something. And that was the huge part of it. Well, and that was the cool part is, you know, because so I think Michael at the time, I want to say he was early 20s. So, I mean, he's still a full grown man and pushing him, you know, in that chair, uh, not, not exactly easy. But the cool part was he was there with me the whole way. So it was almost like this encouragement that I had this whole time. And we did it. We got that, you know, that six minute mile pushing him. And so that was, that was something that was cool to me just to say, okay, you know, so I opened it up a little bit. Right? Yeah. Open it up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was a good experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, so new, new, new year, old me. See, first of all, you're asking the wrong guy. I hate new years. I think new year's is bullshit, <laughs> but ah, no, new year's is total bullshit. Well, if you, if you could do your own perfect fitness thing, it'd be like, Fucking get started right now. Right now. Right now. And I understand the logic of why why people want to do it. Because it's like Thanksgiving. I'm going to pig out on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. But, you know, there's pie and there's all these good things that I like. And I get that. And I'm not telling people don't do it. And then it's Christmas. And like, okay, well, I'm going to pig out for Christmas. And so I'll start off New Year's clean. Right? Right on the right, the right step. That's total bullshit. Like, first of all, Thanksgiving and Christmas are only two days out of two months. Two whole months. It's only two days. So you're going to let two days ruin it. Keep you out of the gym for two Keep months. You, come on. That's that's total cop-out. It's such yeah. horseshit. And I'm not even saying to eat clean during those days. Yeah. I try to. I actually, you know, I don't go crazy, but I still try everything. I love mashed potatoes with gravy. Love it. I'm not eating mashed potatoes without gravy. Right, so right, I'm right. definitely going to put a ton of gravy on them. I'm going to put a ton of gravy on the turkey. I'm going to have a little bit of stuffing. I'll have a little piece of... I'll try everything. But think about it. For the most part, Thanksgiving and Christmas is usually primarily turkey. Right, right, right. It's, good. it's turkey. Good. Right, right, it's not right, that right. bad for you. So to let those things you know, hang you up and say, hey, I'm going to start the new year. First of all, if that really worked, then the statistics on New Year's resolutions wouldn't be so horrible. If it really worked for people. So it's total crap. So yeah, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. Here's, here's a question. When you want to know what I do believe in though? I do believe in end year celebrating. I do believe in that. I do believe in, hey, a year has gone by and to be able to reflect back on all the cool things that, that you accomplished in that year. Right. And it is an opportunity to go ahead and set some new goals for yourself for the whole year. I just don't like the idea of saying, hey, January 1st, my whole life, all the fuck ups that I've had or all the procrastination that, I'm, that, you know, that I've experienced over the past year that suddenly because it's the first day of the first month right. of the new year, that it's going to be different. You're it's not. Up, you're setting yourself up for failure with that. Let me ask you, when you do eat these plate full of gravy and mashed potatoes, are you looking at each one of those things and thinking, well, that's at least 30 minutes on the cardio or that's... Not that day. No? <laughs> and I don't think that way 
anyway, I don't, that's, I know some people that helps them right. stay, stay on track. And I do think it's sometimes important because I've seen the opposite where people, and you and I talked about this a long time ago, never on the podcast, but we've talked about it before, where they have this idea, okay, I'm going to eat it and I'm just going to burn it off tomorrow. But if you sit down and you eat 4,000 calories, which is so easy to do. So anyone who thinks that's hard to do, it's not hard to do. When you eat the wrong kind of foods, it's easy on a Christmas dinner with pie and all the BS, especially with alcohol too, to get 4,000 calories. What cardio in the world are you going to do that next day to make up for that? Maybe one of these marathons you're talking about. Dude. <laughs> yeah. So so that doesn't – I don't do that. I don't sit there and as I eat a meal, count calories in my head of, of how many calories. Maybe I used to a long time ago and so now it's kind of pre-programmed into me. When I don't want to eat anything, I create a bad association for myself. Like you know, if I'm looking at a cheesecake, which tastes amazing. I love the way cheesecake tastes. Uh, that's probably one of my favorite desserts. If I go out to dinner and Nick gets the cheesecake, I'm always going to have a bite of it. I, but I think about what goes into it. Like how do you make a cheesecake and all the shit that goes into it? And it does kind of gross me out a little bit. You deconstruct it. Yeah, it just takes the appeal out for me. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. That, that's, that's my own little head game that I play with myself. And the other one too is... I, I mentioned this to you before. It's first bite is the best. First bite is the best, and you're just chasing it after that. You're chasing that first bite feeling, and you're never going to get it again. Like that first bite tastes amazing. Second bite, meh, almost as good. By the time you finish it, you're just finishing it because you're just finishing it. It doesn't taste as good as that first bite. So I'm not going to, even when I was dieting, even if I was doing a show or a photo shoot, I would still take a bite of something. One bite is not going to kill you. It's not going to throw you off. If once a week, you know, if, like I said, if a Nick's having a cheesecake, what would drive me crazy is wondering, oh man, I wonder what that tastes like. Nick, how's that? How's that cheesecake? Does right, it taste good? Sure, sure. Is it delicious? Well, of course it's delicious. But instead of like wondering and torturing myself, I'll just have a little bite of it, and I know exactly what it tastes like. I got that little bit of satisfaction. I don't have to like pig out on it, be gluttonous, and just try it, experience it. But I think the the one thing that you said was key is I think you your body's already programmed to have a certain equilibrium. No, my mind is. Your mind, exactly. But I think they work they work together because I think your body will my also tell your mind. your body and your mind. I think will work together to say you're never gonna go few days with eating bad because you never eat bad anyway. But you're never gonna tilt that much. You're always gonna bring the, the activity well, that, that, and, and that's, fitness life back. But that's a mental thing, and that is. And what stops me, look, we all trip, we all slide, right? We all kind of backslide a little bit sometimes. The trick is how quickly can you catch yourself? And some people let it go and let it go. And then what happens is they say, fuck it. They're like, I slid too far. We reached the bottom of the hill. Screw it. Doesn't to. matter anymore. And they quit. So the trick is I'm a big believer in momentum in life. Momentum of all kinds. Positive momentum and negative momentum. So positive momentum, it's like if you want to get a project going or get yourself motivated, the beginning is the hardest. We've talked about this. If you were to push a car, like if your car ran out of gas and you had to push it to the gas station, what's the hardest part? It's the first three feet of getting the car in the motion. Going, right? Once you get it in motion, you can keep it in motion and it's easier and easier to push that car along. So momentum is key for 
any of your goals, but momentum can work against you too, right? So let's say you backslide, you eat something bad, and then you do it the next day, and then you do it the next day, and pretty soon you're starting to build momentum, and it's easy to just like snowball downhill. Snowball. Like that, yeah. I see that. Well, hopefully, I think the advice you're giving everyone is don't make it a don't be that I'll do it Monday kind of guy. Get it? Do now. Do what you can now. Do what you it. can right now, and it doesn't even have to be huge. It doesn't have to be some sort of monumental step. Just take some sort of action today, right now, to put you on the right track. And then tomorrow, take another step. And the next day, take another step. Do you believe in that that your future self will thank you kind of thing, you know? Start now, and you'll thank yourself later kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. And look, you got to start sooner or later. you got to start at some point. Right. You know, and... It's just too easy to get caught up in, you know, okay, well, if it's going to be a three-month, you know, plan, like I'm going to go on this three-month diet, thinking three months down the line and all the work that's going to go into it. No, don't get caught up in any of that. Just think about like today, right now, not even today as a whole. Think about the first meal. What's the first meal? My first workout. It's Break it down into micro goals like we've talked about before. And that's how everything happens. It happens in small steps. It's not rocket science. Working out is not rocket science. It's Even eating is not rocket science. I mean, look, go on Google for 10 minutes and you can find the basics. That It's the 80-20 rule, right? So whatever bullshit article I read on nutrition, there's a good chance that probably 80% of it is, you know, is accurate. Is it you know, maybe the best plan. No, but that's why I would say I could probably follow any nutrition plan and any workout plan and get good results from it because it's not about some sort of shortcut or the best science. It's about consistency and it's about effort. Yeah. So putting the energy in it, into putting it the well. energy into it. Keeping, we'll stay on the fitness subjects. We have a lot of, a lot more exciting things going on, but for you personally, you have a very big thing going on that mm-hmm. you've been working on, and we kind of been teasing it a little bit. But yeah, been, the, being been, the perfectionist you are, you don't no, even I just, want I, to unveil it until. Yeah, look, I just want to get further along with it, and I just, I actually have a reason for it. And this is probably my own little head game that I play with myself uh, when it comes to new goals, and that's that I don't talk about stuff. Uh, and here's why. I find that the people who like to talk about their goals do less. Because talking is a part of doing, brother. Well, but the talking gives them the same satisfaction. Exactly. You talk about it and you share it with everyone and you're so excited about it and you get all this positive feedback from people and you feel good about it. Like, yeah, this is a great idea. And then you just don't do anything about it. Like, I would. down to doing it. So I would rather get my satisfaction from the doing it and seeing it come together. And so I just found that over time, because I used to be that way. That's why. It's because I was a guy who had a million different ideas, and I would talk about it with all my friends or family, and here's what I'm going to do, and I get all excited, and they're like, hey, that's awesome, yeah. I like it. I'm like, yeah, it's cool, right? And then- it, That was enough for you to think that, to, for them to think it was a great idea, you're like, I got, yeah, I, yeah, I got all the guy. satisfaction right there. And then when it came to putting in all the, the time and the tedious work, it's like, oh man, that's a drag. I don't want to do all that. And the other thing is, you don't talk about that stuff either, because if I mean, if anybody knows, when you get out of here, work is not done for another four hours for you. Oh no, when I when I go home, I the first thing I do, and this is no exaggeration, when I leave here, go home, the first thing I do is I flip open my laptop again, and I sit back down, and I go right back to work. Uh-huh. 
it's just shifting gears. And so that's what I've been doing lately. So in the past, let's let's back up. So when I was doing YouTube like on it, when I was on my A game with YouTube, it was the same thing. I go home, flip open my laptop, turn on Premiere. It was the second job. And I started editing, right? And it was the same thing. And did I want to? No. Do you think I'd much rather just like go lounge on the couch, hang with my kids, hug them, watch some TV, chill out. Come on, who who wouldn't? But that's where I just have to be disciplined and buckle down. If these if these things are things that are important to me and I want to get them done, then you have to bite the bullet and you have to make sacrifices. Like when people talk about to accomplish your goals, it takes sacrifices. Well, of course it does. It means that you're having to put that amount of time and energy into that that project to make it happen. And that means you're pulling time and energy away from something else. And sometimes it's pulling away from other things that you don't want to. Like, I don't want to take time away from my kids. I would rather be with them. They're only kids for a short period of time. So I'm having to find that balance. I'm never, I'm not able to go full in on my project like I, I want to, like balls to the wall. Because I'm not willing to totally sacrifice the time with my kids and with with a Nick. But I think you're doing it at a pace where you're not only enjoying this process, you're learning a lot from it, and you are growing something that's going to be a big, a big well. Deal. And I'm doing it not because I, not because of any other reason other than I want to do it because I'm excited about it. That's my motivation for doing it. So, you know, if your motivation for doing it is having fun with it, then shouldn't you have fun with it? If you make it into this process where you're resentful of it because it's taking your time away from things that you'd rather be doing, then it's not really fun anymore. So for me, that's the ultimate pursuit is to do these things and still have fun with it at the same time. And that's this pursuit of balance. Well, let's let's give them a little bit because we're pussyfooting around it. Tiptoeing? <laughs> yeah. Tiptoeing? Tiptoeing around, yeah. but, but give them a... Let's give them a kind of that, so here's, that overview of what the project is. All right. So here's... Let's, so let's just back up into it. I... You know, for anyone who's been following you, myself, you know that I think I was trying to think when I stopped working out with weights and machines. It started with, and it wasn't a complete abandonment of it, but when you did the muscle, uh, muscle garage series, that's where you were like, hey, I'm going to go down to two pieces of equipment, yeah. a bar, and I think it was um, I think, something else you did, a bench? Yeah, I had a bench and a bar. Bench and, and a bar. And, and it was the same thing. It's like, how much can I strip this all down to like the basics? You know, what is really essential? What do I really need in order to, to accomplish my fitness goals? And so you're right. It did start with that. And even then I was still using bands or had been using before, but during that period of time, you're right. All my workouts were just in my backyard. You were with a bench you a minimalist, bar. almost like a jailhouse workout. Yeah, it's a minimalist workout for sure. And so then moving into this idea of, hey, I feel like this was, you know, the idea. I feel like I could get the same exact results that I get in the gym using only bands. That's how much confidence I had that had built over time with resistance bands. It used to be, I used to be scared to, and you and I talked about that before. There was just that part of me that was hesitant to do it because the gym is what I knew. For so many years of my life, 20 plus years of being in the gym to just not go to the gym anymore, not lift weights anymore was a scary idea. But at the same time, on the other side, there was this belief that I could do it. Well, the James Grage theory was I could take any program or 
idea and I can. So, get, get, so it started as this, is this theory, yeah. right? So, so I started small. It was okay. At first I would go lift weights a couple days a week, maybe two days a week, maybe three days a week, just work out with bands or maybe I would use them together. So BPI's athlete, Stephen Cow came in one time and we did a shoulder workout using both free weights and bands. Some of it was bands by themselves. Some of it was bands with free weights. So it was this hybrid workout. And that's why I used to work out even going back to like 2009. So I've always believed in that because strongest I ever got in my life was using free weights and bands. But I still felt like I could strip out the weights and still get great results. So fast forward, I started going into the gym less and less and less to a point where I wasn't using the weights at all. Even if I went into the gym, I was still using only bands. So now fast forward, matter of fact, I think the uh, the cover that I did for Inside Fitness Magazine at that point, because that was a beach a beach workout using bands. At that point, I was already bands only. And I think I was in like September. When you're talking about this issue right behind you? That one. That's April. April and May 2018. But that's when the magazine came out. Oh, okay, okay. You're talking about when you but shot when it. When I shot right, it. Right, right. I had already been using bands only at that that's point. Right, so I think right. like September of last year was the beginning of bands only. So now here we are in December. Well, we did the, only entire, we did the entire YouTube series that actually... When we did it, we were kind of like, we didn't even, we put me filming it because we knew this was like, who the fuck wants to watch this? And I think we agreed that, who cares? Like, this is going to be stuff that I want to put out there. And yeah, I'm not even going to lie, that caught on fire afterwards. Well, and that's, and so that's the thing. It That's what drives me to create content is just talking about stuff that's going on with me, what's in my head, what's important to me, you know, or what's not important to me and sharing that. And so... That's all it started off with is sharing what I was doing, how I was doing it. And so then, you know, started getting the feedback like, well, hey, why don't you come out with your own bands? And I never really thought about it before, frankly, because I was too busy, too busy with BPI and, you know, didn't need to do it. I, I needed another business like I needed a hole in the head. Uh, but then I started thinking about the other aspect, which wasn't necessarily the business side, but it was the community side of it. Starting to think, hey, Maybe there's other people out there that feel the same way that I feel, which is I just don't always want to be in the gym. You know, I'm indoors all day long in an office environment, and I'm not an indoors guy. I like being outside. I like fresh air. I like sunshine. And even if the sun's not shining, I like rain and I like snow. and The elements. I like the elements. I like being outside, and that charges me up. And so being indoors kind of like bogs me down. And so this idea of working all day indoors and then going to the gym to more indoors, sometimes it just isn't fun for me. I, as much as I love working out, sometimes it's just not fun for me. And so I, that was the appeal of bands was having more freedom, more freedom to train where I wanted and when I wanted. And that was this whole idea when I said, okay, cool. Let me build this cool little community for people that can relate. And maybe it's not just about training outdoors. Maybe it's for the people who can't get to the gym, right? It's one thing when you work all day. It's another thing. What if you got kids and all that? You know, and Nick called me, I, I don't know, it was probably like three months ago. She called me. It was, it was almost the end of the day. And she's like, you going to Minka's T-ball game? I'm like, oh, man, I totally forgot. So left straight from the office, went right to her T-ball game. I hadn't worked out. And I had my like, mindset. I was like, can it work out? So I showed up there and while they were warming up, I just went to the other side of the park 
found a tree that I could anchor the band to, and I went and I got my workout. And by the time when I was finished the workout, they were starting, you know, the beginning of the game. It took me a half hour, and I knocked it out, and I didn't miss, you know, it's not an obligation. It's something I want to be at. I want to be there, and I want to share those experiences with my kids. So I didn't miss anything. I didn't miss on my workout. I didn't miss the t-ball game. I didn't have a Nick pissed at me because I chose a workout over my right, kids. Right. So it's that. It's the freedom. It's the freedom, freedom to be able to work out. Fitness, man. That's what I think. That's the key word. We were, you know, it's fitness freedom. You well, can because, do it wherever you want, whenever you want. Well, because people think of fitness as the opposite. Like if you're really into it, right? So you go through this phase where you really get into it. And you think discipline, discipline, discipline. Like a militaristic kind of military yeah, and it, style. And it does require that. It does require structure. But why not be able to add a little bit of flexibility to that structure? It doesn't just have to look one way. It doesn't mean you just have to go to the gym. You know, there's other ways to do it. Well, be, let's let's say, what are some of the benefits that you feel that that bands, besides the freedom of it, that bands provide besides traditional gym? First of all, I like the way it feels. I like the burn that I get. I like the kind of contraction that I get. I'm all about feel. Too many people, I've, I feel like when they work out, they get too caught up in the mechanics of it. Like, you know, okay, it's supposed to look like this. My arm is supposed to move in this direction. And they're looking in the mirror. I'm supposed to pull it down to my chin. I'm supposed well, to yeah, and, and they're told all these things. You're supposed to do this and... You know, okay, a lap pull down, it's supposed to come down to my chest and are my elbows supposed to go wide? Are they supposed to stay close? Or, you know, so they're caught up in all this mechanics and they don't feel. And working out is all about feel. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Ask anyone who really, really knows how to train and they'll tell you the same. It's all about feel. It doesn't count if you can't target the muscle that you're trying to target. That's what working out really is. It's... You know, compound movements are one thing. So compound movement, what does that mean? It's multi-joint, multi-muscle exercises. You're recruiting as many muscles as you can to move that weight. Like deadlift is a, a pretty good example of that. You still have to use good technique, but you're literally recruiting a lot of muscles at the same time for the sake of moving that weight. Isolation exercises to build a specific muscle is the exact opposite of that. It is trying to train your brain and your body to not use all those other muscles, to only use the one muscle that you're trying to target. Muscle, right. Good example, lat pull-downs. Most people don't really use a lot of lats. They use a ton of biceps. It's all arms. And that's why I tell people, I'm like, don't focus on your hands because when you're focusing on pulling with your hands, you're going to end up using a lot of biceps. I said, focus on pulling with your elbows. Pull your elbows down. And it, it's just that like little mind trick that gets you to focus on your lats more. But you got to feel your lats. Most people walk away from really heavy back workout. They never feel that same kind of burn in their lats that you feel. It's easier to get your biceps to burn, right? If you use some decent mechanics with biceps curls, you can get your biceps to burn because it's easier to isolate your biceps than it is your lats. Muscles, right? So it's all about feel. And so going back to the bands, that's why I like it is for whatever – well, first of all, it promotes better form. You can't cheat the same way with bands as you, you can cheat with free weights like biceps curls. I can swing the weight, all right? I can use all this body English and swing my body back and forth. Momentum. Use momentum to get that weight. You can't do that with bands. So it promotes better form. And so – I even think for a beginner, it's easier for them to get in there That's and use better form. You, and, think, you think there would be a, a program for beginners to yeah, before they get on weights so that I think, they know what to feel? 
Well, you know, look, if people, it's like any other sport. If you learn to swing a golf club the right way the first time, it would always be better, of course, right? The problem is most people, by the time they get golf lessons, they've already learned a lot of bad habits and they've already ingrained those bad habits. Working out's not that much different. Uh, you know, look, a lot of people that I have helped in the past, I had to, I had to eliminate a lot of their bad habits. And they're like, yeah, but it's supposed to be this way. I'm like, yeah, but that's only because you read it or some dude told you that. Hmm. It doesn't mean that that's the right way. And even then, the one thing that I'm still having to teach them, I can look at them and I can tell them, okay, this looks right or this looks wrong, but how do you feel? Because it could look right to me, but it sometimes takes one small tweak, right, in, in your body positioning to either feel it or not feel right. it. It's the smallest changes. And so that would be another thing I like about bands is it gives you a lot more freedom in the direction of the resistance to make small changes like weights. You and I talked about it before weights up and it's down, up and down, literally up and down, right? Gravity. It's gravity. So that's why if you want to work chest, what do you have to do? You have to lay on your back so you can push it up against gravity. Bands I can train in any plane. I can push it up. I can push it down. I can push it sideways, push in any direction. So I have a lot more flexibility. And so I can kind of move my body in different directions until I really feel it, really, you know, hone in on it. So that'd be another benefit that I like about bands is that I literally feel them more. I would also say another one is more sports specific, which I think nowadays more people are like, hey, that's great. You got muscle, but what can you do with it? Right? You see it in CrossFit games, all these things. Is it functional? Does Can you use that? Can you use it in sports? So with bands, because you're standing up more, you're developing a lot more core strength. So look at a baseball player, look at a golfer, look at guys at the pro level. Look how they train. They train with bands. right? You can also, it's rotational you know, training. Like if you're doing, what's what's our golfer that we have? Sarkis. Sarkis, yeah. Yeah, he's always using bands. Oh, dude, that's his. That's his. That's I bet his you game. he crushes the ball too. Dude, that dude is strong. You know who? And I'll give you a little bit of credit for bringing the bands, but you know who put the staple on the bands? Take a guess. Who brought bands to mainstream in this world? One guy, TB12. You know who that is? Oh God, yeah. Tom, that, but that's that's what he swears by. That's like his. I still think it's. I think his website is lame. It, well, I think look, his whole. I think his methodology is lame. Sorry, Tom. But look, but I don't think it's him. I think it's somebody that's really, really smart that's telling him. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know if there's enough of, of of Tom's own personal energy and time into it. I'm not knocking him because I I think any time that someone can open it up like that, like he has, because he's got that kind of reach, right? And if Tom does it, well, then, hey, it must be good. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, no, he's he's definitely into it. But that's only because some professional trainer, athletic trainer, not a personal trainer, some sort of professional athletic trainer probably taught him how to do it. That's why Olympic athletes use bands because right. their trainers work with them. So this with whole him, like, I think it, was, it had a lot to do with like the, the pliability, flexibility, all that stuff. Look, you can do so much with them. So that would be the other benefit is – so when I did the Arnold, which I only did as a goal for myself to push myself because I like goals. I like – that's what motivates me. I need something that I can sink my teeth into and say, okay, 
this is a very specific goal on a very specific timeline and that creates a sense of urgency and it gets me like fired up. And I'm going to be on stage with hundreds of people looking at me. Yeah, so if naked. I look like so if I look like shit, you know, that that's one of those things that scares you into going and, you know, like following through. Like what's the difference between like working out kind of that day or working out really hard? Okay, well, yeah, knowing that I have this looming deadline motivates you. That's how you create motivation. That's how it's by creating a sense of urgency. Or just, you don't want to be embarrassed up there, man. I think well, that was, that's pretty motivating. Scared. So, uh, so you know that when I got, I don't know what it was. It was only probably like three weeks into my training. The wrist injury. It wasn't a wrist. Remember, it was my elbow. I only had a brace on my wrist because the doctor didn't want me grabbing yeah, anything. That's right. That's right. Yep. And it was kind of like a trick that she had so I wouldn't grab stuff with my hand because that's what it started with. It started with tendonitis, which turned into tendinosis. The nerve got all inflamed. And she's like, look, it's just going to take months and months and months for this thing to to heal. But you got to chill out. Oh, by the way, in eight weeks, I have to step on the Arnold stage. Which I did anyway. And I didn't let it stop me. Mission uh, Shred. Go check it out on YouTube. It was a great, yeah, that was, was Mission Shred on my YouTube channel. But it sucked because you know my whole motivation for doing the show in the first place was to – be able to go in the gym and train harder so it kind of ended up flipped around like all right well i committed to this so now i'm gonna do what i can do with my training so i still stick to my goal but it took the fun out of it for me but i think you rediscovered your love for the bands at that point you know well i started using bands again and, and most people are like well yeah that's what bands are for or you know if you're injured, if you're injured right. or if you're old no man they're not and that's that's what clicked with me after using them long enough after about six months, I realized because you couldn't use weights. Well, yeah, but then I realized, wait a second, I don't have any injuries right now. Like right now, I don't have any injuries. My shoulder doesn't hurt, my elbow doesn't hurt, nothing hurts, and I guarantee you, like I guarantee you, I can go in the gym, pick up any weight in there that I used to lift, and I can still do it the same. I haven't lost any strength, none. There's no sacrifice, compromise, nothing. No, and I've, I've, I've seen some of the comments on YouTube or Instagram where people are like, oh, he doesn't look the same. Well, no shit. I'm not dieting. I'm not, you know, I'm not training Step for a competition. Right. has nothing to do with, you know, how I'm training. It has to do with my level of intensity with my workouts. And right now I've been so busy. I've just been kind of going in and, you know, getting my workouts in. I have not been eating all the meals that I should be. But – That'll be one of my goals. So that'll be probably one of the next, you know, pieces of content. I don't want to compete because I really have, like, what am I going to do? I don't want to do a bodybuilding show. Physique wasn't my thing. And I'll tell you why. Physique really, and, and this is a part where I respect the guys. It's so much showmanship. Like, you got to go up there and, like, all the posing and the smiling the and the swagger. Are... It's not me. Right. It's not me. I don't have any swagger. Mm. I don't want to go up there and smile. I want to go hit my pose. And that's Show it. off the muscle and go. And so, but that's what they judge this stuff on. Right. It, it's not just your physique. Charm. <laughs> well, yeah, it's right, it, it's, right. it's presentation. It's yeah. presence. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's presence. And so, you know, I have no interest in that. But I do think it would be cool to set a goal for myself, shut up all the naysayers, and do a program and and show people like, look, here you go. Here was training with weights. Here's what I look like. Here is training with bands only whatever it is, year and a half later, look the same. I can achieve the exact same thing doing it that way. So I'll, I'll pick a goal, something that I can do. Like I said, I don't necessarily want to step on stage. What I do think, here's one idea, is 
maybe find someone who is going to compete. Put them through a... Well, no, no, no. Let them do their thing. But just a side-by-side. Mm. Side-by-side and say, okay, this, this is what it looks like. Like, simultaneously, as they're getting ready for a show, we'll I can let, just get ready for whatever. We'll, maybe a photo shoot. And we'll let fans judge. If Terry Frendo from Inside Fitness is listening, maybe I'll see if I can talk him into another magazine shoot or something. Ah, all right. The make it like the ultimate battle with somebody else. Yeah. Bring somebody on. Um, but going with that though, I mean, before I forget. Too, by, the, by the way, someone uh, right now is asking if they are for sale and ways to use them, etc. So let's make sure that we address that before we we'll, are done. We'll, we'll get today. back to it. But one of the things I want you to try to put on the site is. I'm interested in the bands, but the one thing I'm intended is that if you could do a video on connecting to your bands, mind connection to your bands, just a simple video, yeah, no, I, how I, to connect. I think though that that kind of like those one minute tidbit videos to get people started comfortably with the bands. Look, and there's so bands. much content to share that isn't just about bands, by the way. That if you say fuck it, I don't like bands. James, what happened to you? You used to you know, talk about all this cool train stuff, and now you're just talking about bands. I'm not interested. There's still so much content that I can create, talk about, that's still relevant to training in the gym, and that's part of it. I've talked about it before, my muscle connection through lots of different videos, but there's still a lot of stuff that that I want to share that I think is it's, it's not kind of important. I mean, if you're into this and if you want to get real results – this is, you know, this is where your head's got to be. Okay, so let's be like this guy over here. Love the idea. Mm-hmm. Love the bands. Want to get started. How do I get started with you? How do I get started with Undersund? What are some of the steps I can take today? Can, which, I, can I purchase them immediately? Which, by the way, a lot of people don't even know the brand. So that's the brand, yeah. Undersund. All one word, lumped together. People are like, why? And it's everything that I just described, which is being stuck under a ceiling between four walls, feeling very claustrophobic, wanting to be out in nature, be outside or have that freedom. It's also power. Like what is the most powerful source of energy on this planet? It's the sun, right? So that's that's kind of what the, the inspiration behind the name was. But uh, the idea was just to be able to give people everything that you're talking about it's like all right well i like the idea cool i bought in you, you convince you convince me i think it might be cool i'm willing to try it out I'm ready how do to i do join it? the resistance <laughs> join the resistance uh so that's the idea it's selling selling the band so they're custom so i had them all custom made made the way i wanted i had all the accessories made as well so people can take this do it even in their house or their office so you got the cool door anchor you shut it in the door you can literally do every single exercise if you have a door. Even if you don't have a door, like I told you, I tied around a tree or a pole or pull a bar in the park. Or I mean, literally could do this stuff anywhere. I'm sure you'll, you'll also create a video saying five places you could anchor this. Yeah, that you never thought of. Yeah. Uh, but then the biggest part is the programs. I've seen a lot of people buy bands in the past and say, great, now what? So that was the important part is creating the programs to go along with it. So those will be on the site as well. So kind of like a complete solution there. And then the big thing is community. That's what I'm really chasing there is, you know, I'm putting this out there for people who want to do it. But the cool thing is I like community. I like finding like-minded people. I like building community. So, and I know you, even if you don't sell one band or one program, as long as people are in that community, 
sharing and talking that to you is the well and that's and that's you know so let's be real about it for a second so let's talk about you know business commerce and selling products that's when you sell them that's what and that's what enables you to do all this cool stuff and then you have more resources that's like the pursuit that i like in business everyone has different pursuits we talked about before some people like you know they just like making money they like putting money in their bank account and that's their pursuit other people it's you know who knows maybe they like building this massive infrastructure and they love that or maybe their whole pursuit is you know i know people like this they want to build a massive office building like that's their goal in business and to build this 10 15 really? 20 story building yeah it's i know a, a lot of people like, like that evil tower they want to build their old tower i you know look and i get i get it in a way it's you know it's just representative of more of a monument than it is like a uh, kind of I guess it's not my it doesn't motivate me that's not my thing I matter of fact I'd rather simple I, I really prefer simple I my thing is is that is being able the more products you sell which is providing a solution and a service that's helping people so that's awesome and by doing that it's fueling this machinery of being able to create more content and tools and things that help people. And so it's like this self-propelling, you know, vehicle. Right. And that's cool to me yeah, because... That's a cool way to think about it. Yeah, because in the beginning, it's tough. In the beginning, and I'm doing this like bootstrap like anyone else would start it up. I'm not hiring a bunch of people. Right. It's, you know, it's like, it's like super basic You're level. You're not using any resources from BPI to do it? No BPI resources. Designs, nobody's involved in it. Nobody's involved. And which is, you know, God, it'd be nice to have all that help. It would be awesome. But, you know, treating it totally separate. So I'm doing all this stuff myself and there's a limitation, right? It's how much my time and energy do I have? So, of course, it's going to be limited. And so later, as you start to sell more things and then you can bring on, you know, a video person. You can bring on someone who's, you know. The commerce person. Yeah, and, and, and so then it allows you to create more and more cool stuff that you can, you know, give back and offer up. And so that's that's what excites me, and that's the pursuit. So You're still building the house, you can't party yet, you know. So look, in the beginning, people ask, well, you know, like so with the launch of this, you know, some people have said, well, hey, are you happy with it? No, I'm not happy with it. You know, there's half half of me that hates it because it's not what I want it to be yet, right? It doesn't look as nice. It's functionally, you know, has everything that it needs. The product is really good, but like you know, say the site itself. No, it doesn't. It does. It's not what I want it to be. It's not what I envision yet. The workouts are super cool. Even those I envision being able to do it in new cool ways and make it more convenient for people. But even now, it's pretty cool. You know, it's it's all very app like. So you can just scroll through on your phone. It's got videos for everything. It's got photos. You know, like what does the movement look like in the beginning? So and after. right now can go to undersun.com. Nope. You cannot. No, my plan is I would say in about a week. I'm going to do a soft launch, which means I'm not going to promote it or anything. I'm just going to turn it on. Right Right now, it's all password protected, so the site is all there. The product is all there. Everything is there. You just can't access it. If you go to undersunfitness.com, it's locked. That's what you'll see. Although there is an email sign-up, so anyone who's listening to this and wants to get an early jump on it, you can enter your email there, and then those people be the very first to know what's going on. Anything cool on social media going on right now? There's no, uh, but I could actually use the help there because 
I haven't even really gotten to that stage. So there is an Instagram account, which is under just under Sun. So U N D E R S U N. Uh, just been posting kind of like cool outdoor pictures and, you know, just to like get the get base going there. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, there's nothing much going on there. There's like, you know, a little over a thousand people on there right now. So I haven't really even started talking about the brand or any of that. And I'm about to, so could definitely use the support. So if you guys are interested, anyone who's listening and wants to know more about it or like, you know, want to be at the beginning stages yeah, of this that's community, the cool part, right? yeah, to be at the very beginning and, uh, you know, to be part of that initial core. Uh, so that's on Instagram. Facebook is under Sun Fitness. I think they're separate words. Mm-hmm. There's zero on there right now. Like zero, 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 zero. But there's going to be cool stuff. The ultimate goal is like live events and do some really cool stuff. Nice, nice. Uh, so if All anyone... If, will be up there. So if anyone wants to support me, if you, if you want to show me any kind of love... Yeah. Uh, let's start I, with Instagram, man. Everybody that's listening to this right now, let's go show some love on Instagram because I know... Um, you do want to get into the Instagram thing. And I know a lot of these updates with what's happening with the site and sales and everything will be, I guess you'll be communicating through Instagram, through our podcast, through different Yeah, You know, the big thing is ultimately going to be everything that we've always done. And that's creating and sharing content. It's, and that's, that's the fun of it. And again, that's what the business fuels is being able to create more of that. I like that. I like content. I even like this, what we're doing right now, sitting on a podcast I like creating content. Uh, that's fun. It's not by coincidence that BPI is such a content marketing machine because because oh, sure. that's fun. That's the fun stuff. Having a team of you know really creative graphic designers and videographers and content writers. Those are the people that I like being around. I I like being around really creative people, and so that's a part of the business that I really enjoy. Uh, so it's the same thing here, being able to just create cool content and do the things that I like. And, you know, me personally, I like the outdoors. I grew up that way. I grew up, you know, backpacking and I grew up, you know, being on the river and being out at the ocean. And so to be able to take the two worlds that I like, which is outdoors and fitness and bring them together is cool for me. But I also feel like people are are receptive to that now. feel like fitness is becoming whatever you want it to be crossfit is is just one example of that you know crossfit now is crossfit but when crossfit first started it was different it wasn't the same it wasn't what people were used to and so i think people are more open-minded to looking at things differently and saying hey cool fitness does doesn't have to be this one way i mean that's really narrow-minded that's really dogmatic you know no we do it this way because this is the way we've always done it well, it doesn't have to be that way. Let me ask you, are you going to create a separate Undersun YouTube page or are you going to kind of run it through the James Grage? Nah, I'm, well, maybe eventually. Maybe eventually, right. but right now it'll just run through through James Grage. Uh, there'll definitely be content, uh, you know, so for people who are part of the community, so people who buy, you know, buy the bands, buy the plans, I'm going to create exclusive content for them. Oh, nice. Stuff that's, you know, look, just for our crew. I right. mean, that's, that's, that's kind of the ultimate goal is like, Hey, this is this is just for us, just for us, and so there'll probably be even apparel. So we've got some apparel on the site that'll be. I don't know if I'm gonna totally lock it for uh, everybody else, or if I just might offer maybe you know kind of more exclusive insider pricing for people that are part of our crew. Yeah, but I do like the idea of more live events and 
you know, more of that that interaction. Yeah, being able to touch it. I think that was some of the appeal of BPI Sports when we got to the booths and everything. Because of our content presented the, us in that light, people felt like they could come up and talk to us and talk to you about their stuff, talk to any one of our athletes about their stuff. I think that's – and I think Understand will be a kind of a, a mirror of that as well. The it's accessibility just, to you and your information. And I'm sure you'll be writing people emails personally because that is – how important I think this the community is to you. Yeah, and it's just it's really kind of a cool thing because it's so synergistic with BPI. Uh, you know, BPI it's, it's what we do is we make great supplements and even BPI we're moving in such a cool direction right now. Some of the new products that we have coming out I'm really excited about because I grew up I grew up in California with a bunch of kind of hippies, you know, mm-hmm. and everyone it wasn't this whole organic movement, it was just eating natural. You know, organic was, yeah, I mean, organic is organic, but it wasn't coined the way it is now. It was uh, an afterthought. Yeah, I mean, look, it's natural. It's eating natural, good, wholesome food. And, uh, you know, organic, no one said the word organic because they were growing it in their backyard. Of course it was organic. It's so funny how people have to sell natural and organic. Like, you have to. Yeah. And organic sell doesn't even anymore. really mean anything anymore. Mm-hmm. A good friend of mine, actually, he's. A lot of the reason I even got into sports nutrition in the first place. Did I ever tell you the story about how I got into this industry? Mm, With Lumber Family Farms? No. Never told you the story? So I was doing a job that I hated. Absolutely hated. And it was in sales. And one of my accounts out in California was uh, a company called Lundberg Family Farms. L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. And they sell organic, natural rice products. So rice cakes and regular, you know, rice products, going to Whole Foods or any of those health food stores, and you'll see their stuff in there. Make really great products. And so their their office is a farm. It's just out in the middle of farmlands. And that's what Northern California is, it's all rice. People don't realize that, but most of the country's rice comes from Northern California. Mm. And so I went out there one day and... One of the Lumbergs, his name is Joe Lumberg, was, we developed a friendship over time, and he was about the same age as me, and he said, you really like health and fitness. I know you love working out. You, you know, you're into nutrition. Why don't you do that? You hate your job. Why don't you do this instead? And I said, well, you know, I thought about it. Not really sure what that, that first step is. He said, well, I'm going to Natural Products Expo West. It's a show in Anaheim, California every year, and that's all it is, all natural products. He said, but they have a section that's all sports nutrition. You should come down and check it out. I'll give you a badge. I'll give you one of our you know, badges. You can crash crash with me. He's like, just buy a plane ticket. Just come down there. So I literally went down there like suit and resume in hand, and I talked to every single sports nutrition company in there and walked away with a job. And so that's how I, I first got into it. And so I only bring it up because Joe and I – got into a conversation one time because all their products were organic. And he said, even way back then, he was saying, organic is really difficult. He said, because if you think about how all these chemicals are sprayed, it's all crop dusting. So you've got these planes flying over, spraying chemicals. choosing what's organic and not. Yeah, I mean, you know, winds carry this stuff. It's carried over in, in water supply. You know, everything carries these chemicals. And he's like, so true organic? He's like, I don't even know if it really exists like people think it does. Uh, you know, I mean, look, our, there's chemicals in everything. There's chemicals in the air. 
we all breathe chemicals every single day. We drink chemicals. It's, you know, it's, it's just unfortunately what it is. And, you know, people talk about heavy metals. Well, fuck, heavy metals are in our oceans now. Mm-hmm. You know, so why, why do you think there's all the heavy metal warnings in fish? People talk about heavy metal product or heavy metals and products. Well, it's in, it's in fish. It's in your food. It's in your food. It's in your foodie. There's it's, no way to avoid it. It's a it's a bummer, but anyway. So yeah, so organic. Shout out to Joe from Lumber Farms. Yeah, Joe, and you know what? And I've always I remind him of that. I always thank him for that because he was that friend that gave me that little nudge and pushed me in a direction that I should have been. Like he saw it, said this is this is where you belong. Right. And he gave me that nudge, gave me that encouragement, and uh He's just one small example of why I hate the saying self-made. I really don't believe in that. I believe that it does take the support of other people, especially in business. When you create a business, it'd be one thing if something stayed at the level it is right now with Undersun, which is you know super, super, super small. But if you build something like BPI, BPI isn't me. BPI is everybody in this building, everybody contributing to it. Their vision, their hard work, all that sweat creating this stuff. They're literally manifesting this vision of what BPI is. So what kind of asshole would I be walking around and be like, oh, I'm self-made? <laughs> you know, it's like that's a crazy oh, kind dude. of arrogance. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not only arrogance, that's being oblivious. For like sure. you're living in a bubble. Did, yeah, that's crazy. So in an ideal perfect world, because I still have to send my buddy Devin – the adventure photographer, he wanted some bands. Yeah. Would, I'm not pressuring you, but would a Chris, would that be a wink, wink, a good Christmas gift for him? That'd be a good Christmas gift. Yeah, and there's other cool stuff too, you know, so besides the bands. But it will be available for Christmas, you're yes. saying? Oh, yes. oh, great. Was that the wink, wink? That was the wink, wink. Okay, yes, like, the, hey, the, wink, the wink, wink is yes, it'll be available for Christmas. And even my goal, oh, even my goal is to do something similar like we're doing with BPI is to, you know, maybe put gift cards on there as well. So if you want to cool. buy, you know, do it as gift cards. code, slash Dennis, 20% off. <laughs> <laughs> Start using my code, guys, already. Yeah, no, so, that, that's going to be cool because I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to jump on it. All these people that are, they're going to use you as like the the Jesus of resistance bands. Like, he brought it. He brought it. We've been talking about it for so long. And he, Look, and resistance bands are resistance bands. You know, these are super high quality. They're they're branded. They look cool. Uh, you know, they're my style. They're, they're what I want to carry around. Right, I used right. to, like all these resistance bands out there, all rainbow colored. I hate that. Like, and that's just me because I'm really weird with stuff like that. I don't, I, you know, I, I like a certain look and feel of things. I mean, I may dress like a slob, but it's still my own style of being right, a slob. Right, 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 right. Uh, so yeah, they they've got definitely you know my fingerprint on them. Right. What is um? Let's say a typical package. Let's talk about some of the products. So if I bought a package, uh, what comes in a bag? So they there are individual bands. Oh, so in, I can buy. There are individual resistance levels because there's some people that do want that. Uh, you know, there's people that use them for for assisted pull-ups, which I'm not a big believer in. I really am not. I uh, I know that's big in the CrossFit world using resistance bands to do assisted pull-ups. But if you want to learn how to do pull-ups, the best way to do it is do pull-ups. You know, by using a band to assist you in a pull-up is not making you better at pull-ups. There's other ways to learn how to do real pull-ups and get better at pull-ups. I uh, and that's just me being real. I could 
tell you otherwise and sell more bands that way. Right. Pull up bands. Pull yeah, bands. but I, I don't like that. I, and I'm not knocking people who use them because for some people they might argue and they would be right that, hey, it just feels good. This is one way I can do a pull up and I like doing it and I need the help. So but, fuck you. But and I'd be like, doing, okay, you're right. But you're not doing it. But it's not the best. How about this? It's not the best way to learn how to do pull-ups. That's all. You're so getting, there's nothing wrong with doing it. If you want to do it, then do it. You're getting pulled up. You're not, <laughs> you, pull you, up. You're not pulling anything up. You're getting pulled up. But I, uh, I get what you're saying. So so there are individual uh, sizes. Uh, the big thing, though, is a, a set, a five-band set. comes in a drawstring bag, a branded drawstring bag. Uh, and then there's going to be certain bundles. So there's two programs Right now they created, and that took a long time to create, videoing it and the, and the photos and all the editing and just piecing the whole thing together. It's, you know, I think we live in a world where you watch, you know, these Wix commercials on TV, like build a website in five minutes. It's, it, yeah. I no. go, hey, but you know what I tell, tell those people when somebody says, hey, I need to build a Wix site. Please do, because then I'm beating you already. I'll, I'll, be, I'll smash you anytime. Look, if, if, you, if you want to, you know have like a blog or something like that that stuff's great squarespace you know if you want to create something like that you want to get your energy out there but if you want to create an e-commerce store even as great as shopify is shopify is an amazing tool to simplify things and you could get on there with no programming experience and build a basic site but even then it's not gonna sell for you uh, well it might it might if you but you got first of all building it doesn't mean anything right you got to get it out to the world. Exactly. Uh, it's not feel the dreams, build it, and they will come. That's not the case. I, uh, you know, you can build it, and there'll be crickets. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're gonna feel very crunchy. Yeah. So, uh, but even with Shopify, which is an e-commerce platform, it's still difficult. It still takes time. And then when you start getting more complicated, like things like this with programs, it uh, adds a whole nother element. You're you're in there. So. Have I been doing video? Yeah, I've been doing video. That I've been shooting those and editing those, and so those are all built. But there's a a muscle building program, so it's a straight up muscle building program. So if someone goes in the gym right now and does a five day split in the gym, I want to keep that keep something that's the same and familiar to them, you know, because the bands themselves are already new enough. You don't need to change everything. Don't need right. to reinvent the wheel. And exactly. five day split works for a reason. So you take what works and you just modify it. So it's a five-day muscle building split. It's done the same way that you would do a regular workout. You know, same amount of sets and reps and all the stuff that I create. There's no excuse to just get out of your routine that you've been doing. It looks just like working out in a gym except you're using bands instead of weights. Wow, so it's going to be split by the – will these be available for purchase as well? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. And I tried to make them super affordable. I didn't do anything fancy with like, you know, like reoccurring billing or any of that. It's like, all right, boom, one time – here, just buy it. it. Let's get let's get to it. I uh, and then the other one is a fat loss and more body toning program. So it's using hit and tabata intervals, but using resistance bands because the problem with a lot of these hit programs out there, hit is very effective for burning fat, but a lot of the programs or even these these classes that I see in gyms, they're not working the whole body. You know, they're doing a lot of lower body stuff or they're doing a lot of burpees. But you still want to work your whole body. You still want to shape your whole body. You want to work all those muscles. And by building lean muscle, it's still the fastest way to lose fat. You know, muscle burns calories. Who crafted these programs? So I built the muscle building one myself. 
And then I worked with a Nick on the the fat loss program because that's all she does. She teaches all these hit workouts and so she has amazing results with all her clients and so we just took it and we combined resistance bands into it. So every single workout works your whole body, every muscle mm. group. So shoulders and and back and chest and abs and legs. So if not only one, if there's one person that can make resistance bands scary, it's a Nick. These are challenging workouts. Yeah. But did them with some with progression in there so don't kill someone right off the bat. Yeah. So, but the first workouts are still challenging, but every week they get harder and harder and harder. And then, you know, with the ultimate goal of three yeah. months down the, ro- the road saying, wow, look how much progress that I made. They're challenging workouts. And if I you, know with you two, it's, there's no shortcuts in there. There's no shortcuts. These are real workouts. If you want results, you got to do real workouts. You got to put in real effort, real work. Uh, so, so people that are thinking, hey, Ooh, is this fine? I'll jump into something a little bit easier. I will like, say that whoa, whoa, whoa. I will say that you know, it's in carpentry. There's the saying: "Good, fast, cheap. Pick two. You can't have all three. It can be good and cheap, but it's not going to be fast. It can be fast and cheap, but it's not going to be good." I, uh, you know, with a workout program, kind of similar philosophy. You can do a workout fast, right? And these are fast and efficient workouts. Thirty minutes, you're in and you're out. But it's not easy. It is not easy. But it will work. But you got to put the effort into it. So if you're lollygagging around and you know you're taking too much rest, like hit, true hit, and Tabata is just a version of hit. So a lot of people don't know what the difference between Tabata intervals and regular traditional hit intervals. What the difference is? Well, Tabata is hit. It's high intensity interval training. Tabata intervals are just short. Traditional Tabata is 20 seconds on of high intensity. In 10 oh, seconds so of rest. It's shrunk down. It's, it's short. Yeah. Which makes it more digestible for some people. Like, okay, I know I can go super hard for only 20, 20 seconds. seconds. Right, right, Versus right. traditional hit, a lot of times that's a minute, maybe even a minute and a half. And then, you know, and 30 some, seconds rest some or a minute rest. Some other people might not be able to. So here's why most people don't do hit. Let's pick on hit for a second. It has nothing to do with hit. It has to, has to do with the people doing hit. They're not doing real hit. Why? Real hit during those levels of high intensity you should feel like you want to puke and die, right? right? Or die and puke, whichever one. (laughs) And then you're coming back down for a period of rest and then coming back up. Most people don't exert themselves enough in those those high-intensity rounds or those intervals to make it really effective. Mm -hmm. So it's going to come down to you get out what you put in. If you want to make these workouts work for you, then you got to put the work in. Hmm. But they're set up to work. Right. They'll definitely work. That's awesome. So yep. right now, let's wrap it up because, God, we've been here for an hour and a half. There right. you go. Hour and Time 20 flies. Minutes. Time flies when you're talking about good stuff. Um, this was I'll, I'll chalk this up as a fitness episode because I think we got yeah. a lot into that. Um, a lot of interesting projects, not only with the James Great side of it, BPI as well, and Under Sun is going to be a pretty big focal point of our conversations for the next couple of months. A lot of exciting things going on. If you guys want to sign up or learn a little bit about Undersun right now, head over to Instagram, one word, Undersun, U-N-D-E-R-S-U-N. If you go to Facebook, there's nobody there yet, so you could be the first fan. You could be Unders- that You could be that super cool core group that starts the whole thing off. Run over to Undersun Fitness on Facebook, but let's keep the um, traditional stuff going for us too. YouTube.com slash James Grage. You'll see the Dr. Osborne um, 
diet discussion stuff going up in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I think you'll be you'll start seeing some more resistance stuff coming up. Answer some of these questions that I have connecting to your muscle mind. Talking a little bit about I'm going to say hit versus Tabata. Yeah. Versus style. I think there are there are going to be a lot of questions about this when you first start. And that's the thing. There's, so there's a lot of good a lot of good stuff. And even going back to the BPI thing, a lot of good news. Uh, oh, yeah. cool, cool products coming down the pipeline. Really excited about some of the stuff that we're working on right now. I just feel like we're in a really cool groove right now where, I don't know, it's everything that I've always wanted the company to be. And, you know, that's that's an evolution. Like I was saying with the website. It doesn't start the way you want it to start, but if you wait until it's the way you want, you'll never ever start. And that's the problem with being a perfectionist. Sometimes you just have to say, okay, I'm going to start it this way for the sake of starting. And that dissatisfaction that I feel is what's going to push me forward in wanting to make it better and better every time. And so with BPI, 10 years later now, we're 10 years finally doing all these super cool things that, that I've always wanted to do, which the big thing is, Bring this whole world of like kind of like the whole all natural and organic the way I grew up, bring it together with bodybuilding and, and performance, another world that I love. So two different worlds that I, you know, that I like to be able to merge those two together. And that's really exciting it for me. It doesn't seem as unseamless as you would think. It seems like it would go together perfectly. I think yep. that's just the way, that's the way it's going. And that's, and look, and it's because the market wants it now. The reason people say, why didn't you do it before? Because the market didn't want it before. And you did want to do it before. It's just I nobody did, wanted it. I did want to do it before. But, you know, now people, they want that. The education is out there. And I yeah. think um, we did a big part to educate people on doing it. I think the same thing will happen with the resistance band. Just a little bit of education. I think we can flip our minds. Tom Brady can't do it alone. Remember that. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Not going to go through the other ones, but a bunch. Wherever your podcast is, the James Grage Theory is. Make sure you go check out last week's episode. I'm not going to say more than... <laughs> I was waiting for you to bring it up. Won't say more than that, but <laughs> last week's was the wife episode. Um, yeah, we'll leave it... We'll you, you, leave said it, it you said it was cringy. It wasn't cringy for me. I, I, I'll be honest, guys. You, if, if anybody here knows me, I'm not... I never laugh. I You're, only laugh at my own shit. This I could not. My cheeks. I didn't. In the I next didn't. Day. I don't know why. I didn't think. Me personally, I didn't think it was that funny. I guess because to me, it's just a Nick and I being a Nick and I. I gotta give a disclaimer though, because I told you this today. I said, as well as you and I know each other, we know each other in the business world. That you don't know me that same way on a personal right, level. Right, right. Like a Nick and I. We are cringy. Like people cringe around us. The <laughs> stuff that we say to each other <laughs> and. That we tried to hold back. Right. The funny thing is you were like, oh, I, you know, you guys said this. That's normal. Like right, that's our right, average. Right. That's baseline. So I didn't say anything outlandish. But if you've never heard me say stuff like that. Dude, if you guys want to go see a different side. Yeah, if you want to see a watch, different side of me, what I'm like behind closed doors. Last like, week's episode, wife episode, part two, because we have a part one, which was nice. It wasn't as cringeworthy because I don't think you guys were sitting there drinking wine, talking. But it was actually Probably the most interesting. And I called him a minute after. I said, this is the new podcast. Like, techni- Grace, technically, you called during the podcast. I did call during the podcast because some of my questions were. And, I, of course, I write the way I think, which is like, what do you think about? Yeah, it's just blank. <laughs> so, yeah. so, anyway, yeah, that's a disclaimer. If you uh, don't like don't inappropriate. children. <laughs> yeah, no, no small children. Uh, don't judge. But... 
If you want to, if you want to know who I am, that's who I really that's am. It's a little window, a little peephole into, into yeah. the thing. You guys can get a look into the Grage household, but it was, it was honestly one of the funniest things. So make sure you check that out. But we always appreciate the love, guys. Thank you for the subscriptions. Thank you for the positive feedbacks. Five stars only. You know that. Uh, we'll be back to you next week with another episode. Actually, you want to? You know what it is? Next week, I uh, just thought of it. I didn't even tell you. Uh, next week, I want to get Kirby in here. Talk okay. about yeah, just talk about everything you know with games to games, <clears throat> but just not the show <clears throat> was like from his perspective coming in, not only to BPI, but <clears throat> as a total noob in the gym. And what that journey has been like, especially over the last year, because I just saw him in the gym now. He's in there training hard. Oh, yeah. So I think that would be a cool one. So next week, let's try to drag Kirby in here. Of course. So all Kirby fans, all Games to Games fans, let's, he'll be in here for a little segment as well. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Later.